0: Alrighty, welcome back to the TB Sports Pod. Today we're going to be talking about week 12 of the college football season and week 11 of the NFL season. And I mean, it was, uh, for college at least, it was a little bit of a slow week. I mean, this is kind of that in-between week where you get teams like Alabama playing the Citadel, um, you know, some other SEC teams playing like teams like UMass or Akron and just teams like that. And and it's kind of meant that way for um, kind of building up to rivalry week. Um, I mean, there were a couple games here and there that meant a a pretty good amount. But overall, I felt like not many teams were challenged. Not many teams, big teams, good teams, were playing teams that, you know, that that you were really nervous about, like, oh, man, they might lose this one. Um, Still had some okay games, had a a few upsets here and there. Um, I'd say the NFL had a little bit better of a week, just overall matchups. Um, playoff implications just kind of stuff like that so we're just gonna dive into it talk about the games and then we'll be doing the week 13 preview after this week 12 week 13 preview and then the uh, championship preview in a couple weeks Um, I'll also be having a Huskers season review in a couple weeks and I will be having a quarter NBA breakdown also coming in a couple weeks so look out for those Um, but yeah let's jump right into the college football week 12, NFL week 11, but first... Okay, so we're going to kick off the show right away with the week 12 college football review. Um, I mean, like I said in the intro, kind of a boring uh, week of college football, uh, just teams not really playing big teams, not a lot of big games, but you know, there were a few fun ones, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of talk about some of the big-name big teams, how they did, uh, where we're kind of standing right now, and um, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but I will not be doing a week 13, week 12 preview due to the Thanksgiving holiday, so I won't do a preview for Rivalry Week and week 12 of the NFL football season, because Of Thanksgiving and everything I'll be traveling so I won't be able to get all that kind of done but we'll still do a review and a preview for championship week in a couple of uh, in a couple weeks after the holidays uh, after the Thanksgiving holiday I should say Um, but yeah so let's just dive right into it we're gonna start right off the bat with uh, the Nebraska game and Nebraska was at home against Michigan State and you know it was only nine to six it was snowing it was it was kind of a I mean. Not necessarily the game with the, this Nebraska team that maybe you thought that they would win because all the elements kind of favored Michigan State, who's a, a defensive team, whereas Nebraska is a more offensive-minded like group of guys. And uh, their defense hasn't been great this year by any means. And I, I think that, that they put on a really good show. Offensively, not not so much. But um, defensively, yeah, they won 9-6. to six. And I feel like this is this is Nebraska's first true Big Ten win, and I say that because when I think of Big Ten football, I think of cold, snowy weather in November up in the Northeast. Uh, I mean, I know Nebraska; we're in the we're in the Midwest, Central, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, like it, you know, nine to six, ten to six, like run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, punt the ball run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, punt the ball, turn over here, turn over there, field goal, field goal, you know, and, and that's how it was, and, and that, that's why I kind of say it feels like their first, like, true Big Ten win. Um, I, I see them being pretty, I mean, they're on a roll right now, you know, they, they played it close with Ohio State, um, they've won, I think, four, now, yeah, yeah, four of their last five, excluding the Ohio State game. And I mean, Iowa seems like they're on a little bit of a slump. I know they killed Illinois this this week, but I mean, Illinois is not very good. Um, I mean, we we know that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty confident uh, with Nebraska going into Iowa next week on Black Friday because I think I think we're on the 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 upward swing, and Iowa's more on the downward swing right now. And I think that's going to really be a a big factor in that game. Um, Unfortunately, you know there there probably won't be a bowl game. I know a couple years ago Nebraska got in on a five and seven, but I don't think that's going to line up this year with how many teams are looking like they'll become bowl eligible. So, you know we'll we'll see what happens though. I think they have a really good shot at winning in Iowa, and I mean this is all stuff that's just going to carry over to next season. I think next season we'll talk more about that on the 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 Husker Review uh, podcast, but I think next season could be a really good one with the scheduling. Certain guys coming back, uh, another year in the Frost, in Frost system, a good recruiting class, so I mean, the, the these should be you know happy times I would say in Nebraska right now, um, but yeah overall good win nine six Nebraska, and they have Iowa next week. All right, moving on. Let's do. Let's talk a little bit about. I guess we can talk about this for like five seconds. Um, Bama, okay, Bama was tied with the Citadel ten to ten at half. Uh, I remember checking my because I didn't watch that game, you know, it, it's Alabama versus Citadel, I, I don't think anybody outside of an Alabama fan watched that game, um, but yeah, I, it, I checked my phone, and I saw it was 10 to 10, and I was like, wow, you know, I mean, well, this is kind of weird, did Tua get hurt, did their whole team get hurt, did they not show up, or are the students playing the Citadel, I don't know, but um it turns out it all ended up okay. Alabama ended up pulling away in the second half, winning 50-17. to And, yeah, I mean, Tua is right there, still at the top of the Heisman list, I would say. And he's playing really good right now. Alabama has Auburn next week, and then they have a date with Georgia in the SEC championship, a national championship rematch from last year. And that should be a fun one. They'll both be at least ranked in the top five, maybe top four by the time that happens. Um, but, you know, one of the biggest rivalries in sports next week, um, the Iron Bowl. And, I mean, crazy things have happened in that game. We've seen it before. Crazy things have happened recently in that game. So, I mean, I, I'm not counting Auburn out by any means, but I'm thinking Alabama's probably going to roll into the uh, SEC championship in Atlanta in a couple weeks, probably still undefeated. Um, they may struggle a little bit here, you know, at the beginning of the game with Auburn because of the emotions, and it's a rivalry game, so you'd expect it. But, um, yeah, I, I I just think they're too powerful on all sides. I mean, we talked about it a little bit after they beat LSU a couple weeks ago. And I, I just don't – they proved that, like, you know, I, even if Tua wasn't the quarterback, even if it was still Jalen Hurts, I, I feel like this team is still probably undefeated right now and still probably winning most of their games by a lot because they still have a great defense. Uh, they, they still have awesome receivers, awesome running backs, a great offensive line you just added to them. So well, that's enough talk about that. Um, next one, also kind of a weird game too. Um, Oklahoma had was at home against Kansas, had a close ish call, I would say, with Kansas. They ended up winning 55 to 40. Uh, one point, I think they were up like 45 to like 21 or 24 or something like that. So Kansas got a few garbage time points in there, I would say, um, but I I I wouldn't say that the game ever really felt in doubt for Oklahoma. But it was kind of weird seeing the final score fifty five to forty. Um, the defense is atrocious at Oklahoma. The offense is is amazing. Um, I mean, you don't need the Kansas game to tell you that. You can look the whole season. Uh, Kyler Murray's unbelievable. He's he's just great, fantastic fantastic athlete um really good you know offense great offensive minded coach too but yeah the defense just like i i don't know they have to go to morgantown at night on friday after thanksgiving seven o'clock espn i i don't i don't like oklahoma's chances in that one if we're being honest um if it was in oklahoma you know maybe but that's a good offense over there oklahoma has a bad defense i mean i'm not west virginia doesn't have a special defense or anything but it'll be to go to the big 12 championship um after texas beat iowa state this week um we'll talk about that in a a few minutes here but uh yeah i i just i mean i don't i don't think they go can go into morgantown and win with that defense in a shootout on the road with a team like that, I mean, they did it against Texas Tech, but Texas Tech isn't West Virginia. Will Greer is a Heisman candidate. I I, I just don't see. I don't know. I I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be close, but I, I don't know if Oklahoma will be able to pull that one out. Um, defense. See, the thing is, it's it's not like um, it's not like the you know Kansas City um, Los Angeles Rams game this past Monday. where it was a shootout yeah and both teams scored in the 50s but defense made plays when they had to the Oklahoma defense doesn't even make plays I mean they just let teams march it down the field that Kansas scored 40 points 40 points I I I just don't I don't see him be able to stop Will Greer I don't see him being able to you know in, in that atmosphere who knows how Kyler will do so you know right now if I were if I were a betting man which you know occasionally I would say that maybe I am um I'd probably go with West Virginia by by a a, a decent amount I mean Oklahoma I assume will be favored going into that yeah they are favored three and a half that just seems like I don't know I don't know I don't like that one um speaking of West Virginia though I know you're probably thinking whoa Tyler you're talking about West Virginia beating Oklahoma they just went to Stillwater and lost yeah they lost a weird one in Stillwater uh they lost to Oklahoma State 45-41 um, somehow, okay, so Oklahoma State's not very good. But somehow they've beaten three top 25 teams this year and came extremely close to beating a fourth. Uh, they beat, If you remember, they beat Boise State way early in the season, who Boise State's now worked their way back up into the top 25. They beat West Virginia this weekend, and they beat Texas a couple weeks ago. Um, and they lost to Oklahoma by one point in Norman. It, it's a weird team because then you turn around and look at their schedule and they got blown out at home by Texas Tech. Uh it, it's a weird team but they get up for these big games I guess cuz they're 3 and they're 3 and 1 in them so yeah, I, I just it'll be interesting moving forward to see what happens with all of that. Um I think West Virginia'll drop a little bit in the polls, probably that 12, 13, 14, maybe 15, but I'm going to guess 12, 13, 14. Um, so it'll be a big matchup still with Oklahoma I mean they'll be going home it'll be senior night and I, I like I, I they probably should have won this game if we're being honest they probably should have beat Oklahoma State it was a weird game Oklahoma State really rallied at the end um, yeah I, I just I don't know I think I, I would take West Virginia next week um, but we'll see what happens with all of that Uh, moving forward, the last Big 12 game we're going to talk about, because I'd say that was the only conference that had a lot of movement this week. I mean, the SEC clinched their game a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, we still don't have the ACC Coastal, but Clemson clinched clinched a couple weeks ago. Northwestern clinched a couple weeks ago. Um, Ohio State, Michigan will probably end up deciding who goes to the Big 10 championship from the East. Um, And, I mean, there's still some decisions in the Pac-12, but this week was a big deciding week for the Big 12, I would say, because you have now set up a West Virginia-Oklahoma playing game to the Big 12 championship because Texas beat Iowa State, number 16 Iowa State, lost to Texas in Austin 24-10. to um, That knocked Iowa State out of the Big 12 championship race. Um, and then Texas, unless they somehow lose to Kansas next week in Lawrence um, would have clinched, the a spot in the big 12 championship game so uh yeah so you have i mean this is what everybody thought going into the season right i mean maybe some people thought tcu maybe some people thought um oklahoma state but uh, you know these are at least two of the three teams that you thought would be there at the end oklahoma and west virginia texas is a little bit surprising i think they've exceeded expectations a little bit this year but yeah i mean we'll see going forward what what happens with oklahoma west virginia next week but the winner of that game will probably be playing texas and man i would love i would absolutely love a uh, red river shootout not rivalry not showdown shootout part two for the big 12 championship never happened before that would be something um it'd be a lot of fun so iowa state's out texas more likely than not is in uh and then winner of oklahoma west virginia will play them um in a couple weeks so we'll see how that all shapes out with West Virginia next week and Oklahoma but let's move on to some other games uh the game day game which I think they got wrong I think they did it just because you know they wanted to show some love to UCF but it was UCF uh at home against Cincinnati Cincinnati only lost one game going into it uh they fell out of the rankings because of that they were briefly in the top 25 but uh yeah they I mean UCF looked really good they looked really good. Cincinnati's not a bad football team. I mean, they're not. You know, they're they're not like an elite football team. But but to be nine and one in any situation is is a pretty good. You know, that's a pretty good situation that you have yourself in. I would say. So they beat it. They beat a really good football team, uh, thirty eight to thirteen, and they they with West Virginia. Um, losing in Ohio State and we'll get to Ohio State right after this. Going to overtime against Maryland and almost losing and they haven't looked great the past couple weeks. I actually think that UCF may be in a position they'll need some help. Like I've said before, they'll need some help for sure. But I think that they might find themselves in a situation where a few teams lose, you know, maybe some the Big 12 eats each other, the Pac-12 all eats each other. And you get maybe lucky with I don't know like Michigan losing or something I don't know, but I I'd say that there's a path. I, I wouldn't say it's a likely path, but I you know we'll see when the rankings come out. I think I think uh, UCF will get in the top ten finally. Um, but Mackenzie Milton's really good, and yeah we'll we'll see we'll see. I'm excited. It's it's actually for a while we've been. I mean with rival anything can happen next week during rivalry week. I expect an upset. I don't know where it's going to come from. Could be Oklahoma, could be Michigan, could be Ohio State. I mean, someone's going to lose. Um, so it'll be an interesting one. And, you know, UCF, maybe, maybe, who knows? All right. Um, moving on to Ohio State. Uh, went to overtime 52 51 over Maryland. Um, I mean, D- D- uh, Dwayne Haskins is super good. Uh, I think with his game, actually, this week, he is, along with. Uh, Tua and Kyler Murray has punched his ticket to New York. I think that he'll be a a distance a distant third um, from those two, but I think that he will be present. And next year he'll have a great shot because he is fantastic, uh, really cannon of an arm. Can move a little bit. I mean he's he's really really good. Um, the thing though is their defense is not good. Um, kind of like Oklahoma. Um, not good. They let Maryland's freshman running back run for damn near 300 yards, 298 to be exact. It took them an overtime. They scored 51 points. Not good. They haven't looked good the past couple weeks. I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe they beat Michigan and the conversation restarts, but at this point, I... I don't think that there is a way, unless unless they have a, a few teams lose, that there is a way that they can climb their, themselves back into the uh, into the top four by the end of the season. It'd be tough; it, it'll be a tough road for them. But fantastic season by Dwayne Haskins. Um, they still got Michigan. They still have a chance to win the Big Ten. They still have a chance to even make the playoff. Maybe if they beat Michigan, who knows? But I, right now, it's they they just don't look like a complete. They don't look. I don't. I don't want to say complete team but they don't want to, because I, I hate that term, but they just don't look like, they, they don't look like they're competing. I mean, they 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 won by five to Nebraska, who has had a bad season at home, won one point OT, lost by 30 to Purdue. I, I just don't think this is their year to do it. I mean, maybe they end up winning the Big Ten, who knows, but playoff, I, I, don't, I don't think so this year. All right, um, last one for the week. Like I said, pretty slow week of college football. Uh, the game that I thought should have gotten game day, the score ended up not reflecting it. Um, the only reason I thought that was because I thought it would have been cool to have game day at Yankee Stadium. Number three, Notre Dame. Rolls number 12, Syracuse, 36-6. to And, I mean, ND looked, you know, they looked good. Um, the, their defense looked good. Ian Book is, is pretty good. Their offense has definitely gotten better with him, but it's not fantastic. And, and I just want to say this, I mean, did did any of us really think that Syracuse was the twelfth best team in the country? Because I didn't, and I don't think anybody should have. Yeah, they played Clemson close. Clemson didn't have a quarterback in that game. Um, other than that, the ACC, as we've seen time and time again with North Carolina State and now Syracuse, besides Clemson, the ACC is vastly, vastly overrated. So, I just don't. I don't get. I don't get it. Um, I mean, they should have been in the top 25. They were a 2 lost team, but 12 seems high. Um, but that will help with uh, Notre Dame's resume. And Notre Dame is probably one win away from clinching a, a, a playoff spot. They're sitting at three. Unless they lose to USC, they'll go 12-0, and and we'll probably see them in the playoff this year, which means that one extra, maybe even a third, if the SEC somehow can pull off th- Two teams in again but if Notre Dame gets in there's for sure for sure two power conference uh power five conferences that'll be left out so we'll kind of see going forward with all that um next week's going to be a huge week we'll we'll have more for that and uh yeah um let's move on to NFL now though all righty on to the NFL uh week 11 uh review uh let's just start right away with the first game of the week uh Thursday night game Green Bay at Seattle. Seattle won 27-24. It was actually a pretty fun game. When I saw that that was the Thursday night game, I was kind of like, you know, I wasn't super excited just because I, I I will say, I have been a a Seahawk, kind of, I've been against the Seahawks all season. Uh, Not because I dislike the Seahawks, I don't have anything against the Seahawks, I just, I, I haven't thought that they were, I didn't. I thought the losses on defense were going to hurt too much. I thought that Russell Wilson still doesn't have enough protection. They have no running game. He has no targets. But, I mean, I think it's a mix of Russell Wilson being a really good quarterback and a really good leader. But I also think it's a mix of Pete Carroll being a really good coach. Uh, People talk about how, like, that's kind of his thing. Like, one thing is, is the chances. I mean, unless you're Bill Belichick, maybe, you know, Maybe Sean Payton. Not many other teams are going to be more prepared than the Seahawks. Now, do teams have more talent? Are teams better equipped than the Seahawks? Yeah, maybe. But not many teams are going to be more prepared than the Seahawks. So it was a fun game. Uh, Rodgers played really well. He had like 330, I think, a couple touchdowns. Lost on the road again, though, and they haven't won on the road yet. They go to Minnesota next week. I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it could be, I think we might be reaching the end. Uh, Not not of Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, but the end for this season. Uh, they've kind of put themselves in a hole. If they can't win at Minnesota next week, they really are starting to put themselves in a hole. Now you've lost to the Seahawks, who will have a tiebreaker over you, who's going to be vying for a uh, NFC wild card spot. I, I just think it's going to be pretty tough moving forward for them to uh, really make a lot of noise, So we'll see, though. Um, I think that the Seattle defense has actually been a a little bit surprising of late. It's not like they're, you know, Seattle defense of three, four, or five years ago. But, I mean, they're getting the job done. They're holding teams to, you know, enough points um, to where they think, you know, their offense can score enough. Um, They're giving the offense opportunities, creating some turnovers here and there. Um, I mean, you still have Bobby Wagner. He's a great player. Uh, you have some younger guys like the Griffin brothers, twins, I guess I should say, who are doing pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, Seattle is, I feel like, a team right now that can go on a little bit of a run and really make, you know have a chance at that um, five or six spot in the NFC wildcard. And then, like I said, I think Green Bay is slowly slipping out of that conversation. Uh, both teams have huge games next week. Seattle goes to the Panthers, which will be ginormous for playoff implications, and Green Bay goes to Vikings, huge, huge division game. They tied last time, and Green Bay needs that win. Green Bay needs that win. So, you know, we're uh, we're gonna see what happens and see how much longer Aaron Rodgers can handle having Mike McCarthy as his coach. Um, all right, next one: Dallas twenty-two at Atlanta nineteen. Um, so, kind of similar conversation. As the Green Bay um, Green Bay Seattle game, I feel like one of these teams, Dallas, is competing for a division right now. Whose division is weak? They're starting to get a little bit of hot, you know, a little hot as of late. Zeke's starting to play a lot better. Amari Cooper has helped a lot, I think. And I, I mean, Jason Garrett's still an awful coach, but they they're just starting to look a little bit better in a weak division a division that we'll talk about this when we get to that game but who's lost Alex Smith now and has Colt McCoy as a starter. They play Washington next week on Thanksgiving. The Eagles are in ultra hangover mode and I I think that Dallas is in a really good position to you know have a chance at winning the division. Now, are they going to make noise in the playoffs? You know, I don't know. We'll we'll see in, over the next couple weeks how good they can really get, but and then, you know, but I think they have a really nice really nice shot, and then the Atlanta, I kind of look at as Green Bay, they've lost again, they lose again next week on Thanksgiving to the Saints, which they've got a pretty darn good chance at, they'll drop to four and seven, and in the NFC this year, I think you're already out if you have seven losses, I think you are already out, Um, I think there's a chance that maybe a nine and seven team will get in there, but I, I think it's a good shot that it'll be two, ten, and six or better teams, if we're being honest. And I mean Atlanta's they needed this one. They've needed the past couple. They've lost some close ones this year, but and and sure, yeah, they've gotten just absolutely massacred by injuries on the defensive side of the ball, but you still have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, you know, Calvin Ridley, Devontae Foreman. I mean, you got a lot of guys from your Super Bowl run offensively, and, and they can score some points, but it's just it just hasn't been good. The cards really haven't fallen their way in, in some games, and yeah, I think that they're kind of slowly falling out of that conversation. Um, on to another NFC playoff team. Uh, next game, Carolina at Detroit. Carolina 19, Detroit 20. Um, Carolina's starting to slip a little bit. They had a tough Thursday night game last week against Pittsburgh, which they got killed in, so I don't I don't know, Thursday games are weird, so I don't put a ton of stock in them if a team gets, you know, if a good team gets absolutely murdered. Um, but, yeah, they they had a tough one, huge one against Seattle next week. Um, that'll have a lot of implications on wild card. Could, I mean, if Seattle and, you know, um, Carolina end up being the two NFC wild cards, that could affect on where you have to go play. Do you have to go to Chicago? Do you have to go to... Dallas do you have to go to Philadelphia if they can kind of pull themselves out of their current hole you know I don't know we'll see but um Cam's playing really well right now I know that they lost he threw 350 yards he's been playing good kind of starting to look like old Cam which is great to see because you know the league's better when you have all these good players it adds parity Makes people want to watch. That's that's why I think this season has been a little bit better than the college football season, Uh, because you have all this. You have more parity. Like the past four weeks of college football season, it's been Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan in the in the top four. It gets it gets kind of stale. You know what I mean? Alabama's been to every playoff. Clemson's been to all but one. Um, So I enjoy the parity, and you add another great player like Cam Newton, kind of getting it all back together. It makes it makes for a fun time for everybody. So I appreciate that he's playing a lot better. Um, I like to see Carolina do well. Christian McCaffrey's great. Uh, their defense is a lot of fun. Um, it can be a little spotty at some times, but, uh, you know, cuculee's great. Uh, they have, you know, Julius Peppers, 38 years old, still playing. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I know that Cam Newton might not be the most likable guy, but the Carolina team as a whole is kind of a likable team a likable you know and i we'll see for detroit though um i mean they got this win but i'm still not a believer like i said after that golden tate trade I, I i don't get you know you're showing your hand i've said this for like three weeks they've shown their hand multiple times now um so i don't think they have much of a shot they play chicago next week with maybe out trubisky on uh thanksgiving but even then i like isn't Matt Stafford supposed to be one of, you know, at least a stat monster? He's not even a stat monster this year. I, I have him on my fantasy team. He's not. He's not a stat monster. So I I think that uh, Detroit will be kind of in that maybe like, I mean, they might not win a game the rest of the season, but I, I'd guess somewhere in that four to six wins range, which they need to just go like 0-16 one of these years. I, I think that they maybe want to trade, map. I They should just restart overall. But it's a solid win. It keeps them alive, technically. You know, maybe they end up going on a run and and making a little bit of noise. Their division is, it's not wide open. The Bears are starting to close it. But I, I think that, you know, there there's a chance. There's a chance. All right, uh, moving on. A weird game. Um, Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indianapolis wins 38-10. to This is a week after Tennessee beat New England, like, what, 31-7 to or 10 or something like that? Killed New England. Killed New England. Tennessee's a weird team. One week they're great. The next week they're terrible. Mariota's up and down. Their defense is up and down. Their coaching is up and down. Vrabel's been good. He's been bad. He's been good. You know, it, I feel like this is kind of the same conversation we have had the past couple of years though, with Tennessee. Like they don't, you know, they're not consistent enough right now. Derrick Henry hasn't been great. I mean, he hasn't looked like a Heisman winner. You know, I also have him on my fantasy team. He's been terrible. Um, so I mean, the Lewis hasn't been great. I thought that that was kind of a reach on the sign too. I, I think new England made him better than he actually was. Made him a little bit more expensive, too. I mean, he's not bad. He's just not. I don't think he's worth the money that they paid him. Malcolm Butler hasn't been great either, and they paid the, him a lot of money. Um, so I, I don't know. They're just a weird team. Like, how can you go from killing New England to getting killed by Indianapolis? I will say, though, Indianapolis, 5-5 five and five now, on a good roll. Luck is old Andrew Luck, which is just like the Cam Newton thing. Fantastic for the league. The the more good quarterbacks, the better, because the more parity they'll be, and the less predictable it all be. So he's playing out of his mind right now, absolutely out of his mind, which is awesome to see. Um, I mean, and I didn't want him to to end like I, you know, I, I've said this before. You know, I, I I am a you know I I used to live in Texas. I'm a Texans fan. Um, and they're in our division, but I you know I don't want to see the guy lose his career over an injury i don't root for injuries so it's nice to see andrew luck back it's nice to have have you know with the jags being terrible and tennessee being so inconsistent i mean maybe indianapolis will go back to they made the afc andrew luck's been to an afc championship he's been to the playoffs you know he's he's won playoff games i i I think that there's a good chance that you know we're, we're we might see that this year i they they have a chance to to get a wild card spot I think Houston will still win the division. I mean, they have a chance to win the division too, if we want to be honest with ourselves. Um, so I, I think they have a really good shot. They, they've looked great the past couple weeks. Andrew Luck has looked fantastic. So they've, uh, you know, they've got they've got Houston in like three weeks. I think Houston doesn't have any hard games until then. Indianapolis plays the Jags and somebody else. Houston plays Tennessee and the browns I mean that could be for if they assuming they both win their next two games that could be for control of the division which would be ridiculous right I mean I don't think anybody thought that 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 you know it, it could be for control of the division or maybe one game but yeah I mean they they're putting themselves in a position to fight for a playoff spot here at, down the stretch whether that's for the division or a wild card we'll see but I, I I really like Indianapolis right now. They're they're doing a lot of good stuff. Um, next one, I barely even want to talk about this because God, disgusting. Tampa Bay at New York. Tampa Bay thirty five, Giants thirty eight. Um, Giants starting to win a little bit, but look who they beaten. What they beat the the forty niners. Like you know, who cares? Who who, who cares? They beat you know beat atlanta atlanta's not very good i don't know i just in tampa is tampa's in like the worst quarterback situation ever Jameis winston isn't good enough and he's too young so you whiffed on your on your number one pick at quarterback ryan fitzpatrick he, he's he's a fine fine backup you can have him as a backup i suppose like if ryan fitzpatrick had to come in for for a game for you yeah all right that's fine. You'll probably be okay. A game or two even. Yeah. But no, you don't, you don't want him as your starting quarterback. And they just keep flip-flopping. I think it might be time for Tampa Bay. Maybe not this draft because it's not, um, you know what? Yeah, actually, I think they should maybe just try and draft a quarterback this year, ship Jameis Winston off and see what happens. Ship him off, see if you can get like a, a third round pick for him, fourth round pick you know, clear some money. We'll see what they do. Probably nothing good. They're pretty inept. All right. Um, I mean, New York also needs a, uh, they also need a, <laughs> a new quarterback too, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, moving on Houston, 23, Washington, 21 Texans, uh, find, uh, find their way, find, find a way to win again. Um, I mean they've this is the seventh straight win. This is kind of what it's been. Um, since they've started 0-3, they've won two overtime games, they beat Denver by two points, they've now beaten Washington two by two points, they killed Miami a couple weeks ago. But yeah, they they they've been just winning these close games, winning a lot of close games. And, you know, I'm I'm interested to see how it all goes. But uh, you know, we'll see. And I think that, uh, I, I don't know. I think that there's a good chance that you could see um, Texans rattling off like 10 straight maybe. I think they'll beat Tennessee next Monday. And I also think that they'll beat Cleveland the next week. Then they play the Jets? I mean, I don't see any reason that Houston can't go 12-4 and 4 with their remaining schedule, or 11-5. and 5. If they go anything less than 10-6, and 6, that means a – Utter collapse has happened, and you could guarantee Bill O'Brien will be out the door. So, all right. um, Alex Smith uh, got just just really a a terrible, terrible, gruesome injury. Who knows if he'll ever play again at his age with that kind of – it broke his fibula and tibia in his leg. Not a good injury for a guy that old. And same one that Joe Theismann had. 30 years ago on the same day in the same uniform really crazy stuff um jj watt was the guy who delivered the hit and i i I think that you know they i mean jj watt felt terrible afterwards he apologized i mean i feel terrible for the guy too you hate to see it happen you really do but got Colt colt mccoy moving forward he didn't play bad um but yeah i think this is probably it for for Washington, with no Alex Smith going forward, no—I mean, you have Adrian Peterson, no young running game. Like he's going to slow down at some point. He already kind of has started to. So, sucks for it, it. You know, it's a it's a bad situation. But all right, next game, uh, Pittsburgh twenty at Jacksonville sixteen. Jacksonville really bad year. Um, defense isn't the same. Offense isn't the same. The team isn't the same um i think that they've put themselves in a situation that they probably don't want to be in right now and i like i said i've been saying this though i think that they overachieved last year i think they got lucky with a no andrew luck division a no deshaun watson division and a tennessee team that's really up and down so it's it'll be tough though i i don't i don't don't see much of a chance for them to uh i mean they're not going to pull out of this hole this year but even moving forward, you need a new quarterback. You need to make some sort of changes on defense. I don't know what they are, but they're clearly not working this season. There's something wrong with the locker room. So Pittsburgh, though, five straight wins. It was ugly this week. They were pretty the past couple weeks, but ugly this week. Go to Denver next week. That'll be another tough game for them. Um, I wouldn't put Pittsburgh as a guaranteed win for that at all, but you know, we'll see moving forward. With uh, what they do, Big Ben's playing pretty well right now. Um, Antonio Brown's playing pretty well. The the one thing that I'm gonna be hung up on with the Steelers, unless they win this, unless I literally watch them march to the Super Bowl, is I think they're gonna start to feel no Le'Veon Bell because there was a few plays against Jacksonville where, you know, James Conner would go out on the flat and a ball would be close, or he couldn't catch it, or he would drop it, and there's these plays, and you'd watch it, and just think, wow, you know, Le'Veon would have made those, and they would have won much more handedly than they did, so I think James Conner, I mean, James Conner's having a fantastic year, don't get me wrong, he's been really good, but he's just not Le'Veon Bell, and I think if you try and say that he is, I it's just a, I think it's a little ridiculous, but yeah, I'll take, uh, you know, I'll, t- I'll see what happens with that, and Yeah, moving forward, Uh, Cincinnati at Baltimore, Lamar's first start, uh, 119 yards on the ground, 150 through the air, one interception, played really nice, 27 rushes, definitely can't run them that much. Um, Cincinnati, yeah, I whiffed on that one. I thought they were going to be pretty good this year. Fight for the division, fight for the wild guard, fight for the division. God, that was a terrible pick. Um, But yeah, wrong on those fronts. Baltimore 24, Cincinnati 21. Um, Another terrible one, Oakland, 23, at Arizona, 21. Yuck. Uh, Carr versus Gruden, they were getting into it, and then they embraced afterwards. I think that relationship is going to end when the season ends. Uh, Gruden's going to just purge the whole entire Raiders team. Um, All right, Uh, Denver, 23, uh, Chargers, 22. Huge win for Denver. Keeps them alive in the uh, AFC playoff talks, which is good for them. Um, they still have a really good defense, and they've lost a lot of close games this year. I think they're a pretty good team, and I think Case Keenum is is a an underrated quarterback. Uh, I really do. I think that, I mean, he does enough to get it done. I mean, he's not Peyton Manning. He's not John Elway. Sorry, Denver fans. But he's good. He's good. He's better than Trevor Simeon. So enjoy it. I mean, you only have him locked in for like another year or two anyway, so you guys will be fine. Might make, might make the playoffs this year. Lindsey, the running back, he's been great. Defense is still very good. You still have Von Miller. I mean, win next week against Pittsburgh, and I'd say the, the talk really starts to heat up. It really starts to heat up. And then for the L.A. side, disappointing, not crushing loss. That's how I look at it. Disappointing. Phil Rivers still threw for like 400 yards. They lost, but they only have three losses now instead of two. They'll be fine. They'll still compete for the division at the end of the day. They have another Kansas City game. so Um, Probably the, yeah, this is a bad one. Uh, Philly at New Orleans. New Orleans 48, Philadelphia 7. I mean, Philly's just in ultimate hangover mode, and New Orleans is just right now the hottest team in the NFL. Not much else to say. You just, I mean, Philadelphia got hit by a truck. They're going to have to do a lot. Sitting at 4-6 now. Um, I mean, they're still in striking distance with the division, uh, definitely. But they're going to need to do a lot of work, and they're need to get, get better playing here quickly. So uh, we'll see. And Sunday night game, Minnesota at Chicago. Uh, Kirk Cousins, why is he getting paid $98 million guaranteed? I don't get it. I thought he was supposed to be, like, one of the best in the, in the league. He's good, serviceable. He works, but not awesome. Um, Chicago probably has the best defense in the league. Chicago takes uh, control of the division. Minnesota has a big one against the Vikings next, or the uh, Packers next week at home, so um, we'll see what happens with that. The uh, best game of the week, (laughs) best Monday night game of all time probably, Rams 54, Kansas City 51, was supposed to be in Mexico City Mexico City's field was awful, got moved to L.A. Um, And so you had, I think that we watched a future Super Bowl duel. I'm not saying that it's this year's Super Bowl because I think that the Saints have a really good chance of making it. But I think at some point we're going to see Mahomes versus Goff in the Super Bowl. Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe the year after that. Two young guys, though, that are that good. We're going to see him eventually. Mahomes, 33 for 46, 478, six touchdowns, three picks. Goff, 31 for 49, nine, three or 413, four TDs, no picks. And yeah, it was a f- just an awesome game. So fun to watch. Like I said in the college football part though, like it wasn't defenses just getting run over. I know that both teams scored in the 50s. It was I mean, they made plays, though. Both had defensive touchdowns. Rams had multiple defensive touchdowns. Made plays when they need to, got stops when they needed to. At the end of the day, Mahomes threw two really bad interceptions at the end of the game. I think he was trying to force it a little bit. Um, And a young quarterback with that kind of arm is going to do that. So um, I think the more more experienced overall, more experienced team won that game. Um, Helped that they were at home, too. But both these – I mean, they might meet again in the Super Bowl. Who knows? These are, those are two – those if they do, I'll sign up and watch it. That would be awesome. Sign me up. So we'll see what happens, though. Um, pretty good week, of NFL football. All right, week of college football. Um, we will be back next time with a week 12 um, NFL review and a week 13 college football review because we are not doing a preview because of Thanksgiving. Everybody drive safely, travel safely. Um, Have a great Thanksgiving, and, you know, thanks for listening.